0: You do remind me of, of Coach Brown, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, man, I tell you what, man, Coach Brown's a little older than me, though, man. Yeah, he's 56, <laughs> you're 55.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on, man. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Development Podcast. This is the show where we aim to give you tactical strategies to help you develop as a real estate agent. I am your host, Corey Melvo. So today on the podcast, I have... Somebody who I've been waiting to interview, man. I've been talking to you about this for a long time. Forever. Forever. I'm yeah. excited to have yeah. you on today. We have Wesley Thor, who's one of uh, one of the youngest and most successful agents in the office, in my office. And I'm, I'm bringing him on right now because I know a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast are younger and they're just getting in the business or perhaps they're thinking right. about getting in the business and they haven't actually made that that step yet, that leap. And I just yeah. wanted to talk to Wesley a little bit about... You know, kind of what it takes to to be successful in real estate, and kind of ask some very general questions about why you decided to be in real estate, and kind of how your life has changed since since getting licensed. So, yeah, yeah, why don't we talk about it, Wesley? Why did yeah. you get in the business? Why, wh- what made you? Right now, you're at what age? Twenty one? Uh, twenty two? Twenty two? Just turned twenty yeah. two, man. Yep. Hey, happy birthday, yep. brother. Thank you. So, I just turned twenty two. So, what's making what made you want to get in this business?
1: Man, when I when I originally started. I mean, to even start off to be I ho- I mean, I'd like to say I'm successful. It's my second year and I'm doing decent. I'd like to think of people around me, right? But you you gotta take care of the people around you first. You know, I started because I had a cousin who's who's like a brother than me. Um they had they've I mean I I won't say their names of course, but I mean they've been ranting for a while. You know, and I was like, and then they had issues with the realtor, with lenders. They're like, "We can't get it done." And I was like, "I'm the only one to get the job done." <laughs> you're like, I guess I'm so, gonna have to take this. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna take on this responsibility. Right. And that was when we had Suki in the office. Yeah. And we know we know how much of a. I always say she's like a lioness, you know. And I told her she was like, either you want it or you don't.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm. I want it. Took the tests and the classes within three weeks. Got it done. I mean, this all happened within a month, and then we closed on them a couple months later. So, what really what really put me in the business was family. I mean, that's just I mean that's that's the core value. That's what keeps me going, keeps me successful. So and, you're like the Dominic Toretto of the of the real estate business. Hey, I'm hey, I'm like I'm like Corey Malvo, man. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what makes me successful is what what pushed me to the next level was probably being a part of your your team. Yeah, that's the truth. No. You know, I always tell the newer agents. I don't want to say younger agents because most of the New agents are tend to be older than me as well. Mm-hmm. I was telling them you want to you want to listen and take advice from everyone, but you want to mentor who's been who's been through the the mud, the dirt, who's who's been in your position, because you know you don't want to be. I mean, I've seen a few things. You know I've what I mean. Seen a few things. So I don't want to. I don't want to say too much. But no, you know, I get. I you. got. I mean. I'd like to say
0: God put me in like the perfect position to succeed. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's working out, man. Because yeah. I know you said, yeah. I'd like to say I'm doing all right. Well, if you look yeah. at the statistics, I mean, most agents aren't don't do too hot, right? Because statistics yeah. say in the yeah. first three years, most agents will quit. Yeah. And in this market, there's already been a ridiculous amount of agents who have quit. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously we're going through a little bit of a shift, which... Honestly, it's good, yeah. man. It's going to make you stronger. You know, exactly. when I started in real estate, it was 2007, right before the worst oh, wow. recession, you know, that we've seen in housing in our yeah. lifetime. And, you know, the fact that I made it through that, I know I can get through any one of these shifts. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, exactly. You know, when I started, everything was going into foreclosure. There was a ton of foreclosures, it was a massive buyer's yeah. market. So yep. this is the exact opposite end of the pendulum that you're on. But right. either way, it's not like an easy time to be doing business, right? Yeah. There's not a lot happening, but yeah. you're still able to. To get some stuff done. So, all right, man. So you started because of family. Yep. Um, what did you do before this? I was going to school for pre dental. Um, he's like I not. He's like, like not college. High school. He's going to high school. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went to school with 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 your with your daughter. She's dope. Um, I didn't like. I was doing internships, and I was like, this is not this is not my thing. Switch majors, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do real estate because my my aunt she's got. Her her husband's best friend Chuck Paulson from Adana. He used to be part of Adana Realty. He did. I think he told me he did seventy five transactions one year. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I mean, if you want to, if you want to be the best, you want to learn from the best. You know who to go. Mm-hmm. You know. And I go Adana Realty. You see their signs everywhere. They push a lot of money into the marketing. I don't want to get into the 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 Adana Realty brand too much because this is CMRG, right? <laughs> so so. I don't want to get into it too deep, but I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason why I'm doing good. I'm with the best.
0: Yeah. Yeah. CMRG, Corey Melville Real Estate Group. Yeah. Just right. for those of you right. who don't know what he yeah. means. Um, but we do try to do a good job with our clients, man. We do yeah. try to make sure that um, right. everyone is taken care of and we, yep. you know, we try to, we try to we definitely hold ourselves to a little bit higher standard than I would say yeah. the rest of the the real estate industry. But, you know, there's a lot of good agents out there. A lot of people that do that. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. so, yeah, we obviously respect all those guys as well. Yep. Um. So what would be, what would you say, you just got in the business a few years ago, what would you say, you know, if there was any, non, if there was non-negotiables, what would you say is two or three, maybe five non-negotiables yeah. every single day that you have to do to succeed? Every, well, this is
1: what I learned from you, you know. And like I said, you want to learn from a mentor who has been in the same position or or maybe worse. Because you, if, if you can't be learning from, it's hard to learn from someone who doesn't understand where you're coming from. This is what you told me, all right? No matter what, I got to I got to try to schedule open houses. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where a lot of my business comes. Number 2, making sure I'm staying making sure I'm not a secret agent. Right? Um yeah. making sure I'm with my sphere, staying up with them, texting them like, "Hey, how are you doing? Here's the market. Here's uh here's where we're heading to in the fall." Right? This is the open house I'm doing. Feel free to come through. Number 2, that's two. So, number 3, um I mean, knowing the market. It's important. It's important to 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 know the market and know that hey, this this house just went active, this one just closed. Just so you know that, because most of your sphere is
0: going to live around you. You know mm-hmm. that's the truth. That's why you want to know the market. Um, I think a lot of people, it what plagues them is lack of confidence, and you exactly. gain confidence. Through yeah. understanding the market and through through knowledge, really. So yeah. I mean, if you you know, if someone says, "Well, how's the real estate market?" and you don't know how to answer that question, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna you know do the lip strum, yeah, right? exactly, because you yep. don't know what you're saying, right? But if yeah. you have the answer for that and you're yeah. able to respond to that question without a hitch, you know, you're yeah. gonna then look confident. You're gonna be confident. Yeah, exactly. And then the
1: last the last two should have been the first two, of course. But I mean, writing your gratitude is an affirmation. Um, I, I write them constantly, so just so that I know that I don't forget that this person helped me in the beginning, and because you know I'm 22, so I it's it's I lose focus. I I do lose focus because of how distracted the the world makes it for for us young people, right? <laughs> <laughs> i Um, so I write in my gratitudes and affirmations. I I gotta do those because you know, like I said, you lose focus. You want to make sure you always give thanks and. And uh, make sure there's a reason why you're always moving forward. And then the fifth one is uh, making sure I'm helping someone. You know, like I told you before, I joined your team. I was like, Hey, Corey, like, well, how, What can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. I don't care about you. I don't care about you giving me info and mentoring me and everything. What can I do? For, what What can I do to make sure you can spend more time with, with your kids and be the be the best um, manager in in uh, Hastings, Cottage Grove, and Woodbury. Like, what can I do to make it easier for you? Because I I know the, the benefits come in the end. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward mm-hmm. for the benefits, but I just I just know it comes in the end. That's
0: what a lot of younger agents don't realize. Yeah, you, know? you get you get what you give, right? Yeah, and that's exactly. just, that's the unwritten law of the world, man. Yeah, you just yep. If you give, you will receive. Yeah. Um. Yep. It's funny is that when I started real estate, I remember my broker at the time. I mean, he would tell me these these things, and I remember just be salivating thinking about what he was talking about. You know, because yeah. I remember one yeah. time he was like. Yeah, man. He's like, one time I had like a handful of closings and I I made seventy thousand dollars that day. And I remember Jeez. thinking, seventy grand in one day—that's insane. Yeah, you know. And I've yeah. done that before myself. I mean, I know one one time I went on vacation and I scheduled a bunch of closings and I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just yeah. happened to be. I knew what day I returned from vacation, so working yeah. with all these clients, I just put the same close date on like six right. different transactions, and yeah. I sat there and collected. All the yeah. all the all the money for all yeah. those transactions on one day, and I was like, "Wow, that's full circle," you yeah. know what I mean. But at the end yeah. of the day, that wasn't my goal. I wasn't like, "Man, I can't wait to make this x amount of dollars yeah. in one day." More yeah. or less, I was just what I was thinking is, you know, I don't want my client to have to sit at the closing table without me present, so I'm yeah. gonna make sure that I schedule this when I return, yeah, so that they don't have to be without their agent on, on the close right. date. You know what I mean? It just ended up working out that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I mean by by being successful. You got to find a mentor who's who's in a position where you want to be and it wasn't a position where you were or, you know, right below that. So, which is, which is you. So a lot of the
0: newer agents look up to you and you do just great. So, so what advice would you give uh, somebody who was, or let's say they had, let's say they get their license and they're, doing what they think they should be doing every day and yeah. they're not seeing a lot of traction, right? Because I talk I talk to people about this all the time. I'll say, hey, yeah. you know, have you contacted, you know, yeah. you made your contacts today. Right. Oh, yeah, I make my contacts every day. This is how many people I've contacted yeah. this week. Yeah. And then I'll say, okay, and I'll let that go on for a while, and then I'll realize... Clearly, they're not doing what they're saying they're doing, yep. right? Because you're always going to see the fruits of your labors, right? You're yep. always going to end up seeing the outcome when you put in the work, right? right. Yep. And so what, what advice would you give an agent right now who's licensed, they're just starting their journey, maybe they're not getting the outcome that they want? Yep. You know, how what, would you, what advice would you give that agent to make sure that they succeed?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was in that position just a year ago, um, and... I feel I feel like all the newer agents are worry, worrying about the wrong things. They're worried about oh my signature on the email and and how my social media will
0: look. Yeah, no, like I really want yeah. my logo. Like, yeah. Yeah, how many times is yeah. you know a new agent's like I can't wait. I'll do this once I get my logo created. Exactly. And they ha- don't have any sales yet. Yeah. So I got to get my branding worked out, but yeah. they don't have any sales yet. Yeah, it's like I got to get new signs. Got to get my cards. Oh, the cards are
1: not perfect. It's like it's it's never gonna be perfect. You got to do what what's gonna push business towards you. You got to be in as many faces as you can. Like how you said, it's selfish of me not to be in, not to not for everybody to know I'm I'm in real estate because I, I want to try to help as many families and couples and friends and families as much as possible, right?
0: It's selfish of me not to. Yeah, and, so, yeah, and to clarify, it's like a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to call that person yeah, because it's a lot easier to call like a stranger than someone you know. I don't want right. to call that person because I don't want yeah. them to think I'm bothering them. Yeah. But it's like, that's a selfish thought yeah. because you're more concerned with how you feel making that phone call than exactly. you are about how they would feel if yeah. you called them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. how the majority of the population is. It's like they don't want to feel a rejection, but they also don't want to feel like oh, I'm coming off as a salesman or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, this is a sales job. So maybe figure out how to communicate without yeah. coming off as a salesman. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I always see as who's going to, who's going to help your cousin, the the who's going to help your cousin the best. Right, or your friend or your or your you know someone you know the stra- the stranger realtor or, or you who who you actually have a relationship with this person you care about this person you're gonna go over the house a couple times you know so it's it's just important to know that everybody knows that you're an agent so I mean social media is, is important so you just want to make informational videos and then you want to just go all in all chips in on um open houses mm-hmm. you know sometimes some weeks i do five um some weeks I, and then a regular week would be three i um and if, if you're with the good brokerage they're always going to give you open house signs so you're talking 15 to 20 15 to 20 open houses a month yeah yeah that's the that's cmrg numbers you know we got <laughs> we got to push them up i mean that's how i see it i think i'm always looking at tom ferry videos and that's not even those are that's that, those are baby numbers. <laughs> They're doing like open houses, like right. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny you
0: say that. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just a good free so, way to get business, right? Yeah, and you mentioned social free. media, so yep. social media is more of a passive form of yeah, of advertising, passive. right? So, exactly. So you always want to have like several different spokes in your marketing wheel, mm-hmm. and you need a bunch of them to be active, right? Yeah, so you need, exactly. to, you know. And so what we mean by active is you actually have to make outbound calls to potential clients in order to uh, secure that business, right? And you need to be doing stuff like that. Or, you know, potentially, you know, maybe you buy leads. Maybe you buy some leads, but you still need to reach out to those clients, right? Everything can't be, oh, I did a TikTok dance. Where's my business at? My phone ringing yet? You know what I mean? And so it's good to do the social media stuff to stay top of mind. And I do a lot of that stuff too. Um, But I think it's more important to make sure that you're reaching out to people on a daily basis, make sure that everyone knows you're an agent. You know, I used to wear my name tag everywhere. I mean, if I was at the grocery store, I'd have my name tag on. If I was on Christmas shopping for my kids, I'd have my name tag on because I'd want people to ask me about the market. Of course, I was always ready to answer that question because that's usually the first thing out of people's people's mouth. So how's the real estate market? I mean, that's a really common. If you run into a stranger it sees your name tag and they're curious that's yep. that's probably what they're going to mention first yeah right yeah so you have to be locked and loaded and ready to go okay yep. well, where do you live okay well this is what i see in the general market and this is what mm-hmm. i see in your you know where you live no
1: yep. right i mean passive marketing um statistically for me i don't i don't see the fruits of my labor like until a year later right that's just, that's the truth mm-hmm. you know especially because my demographic are younger folks i'm not i don't I don't see results Until a year later And you have You have to be okay With doing that So that's why you, I think you do 25% passive And then 75% all What was it Active So you gotta Yeah Like like you were saying Making the calls Tech Sometimes they don't have to be calls You can just do A, a, a message And be like Hey like I'd love to I'd love to call you Make sure You're doing
0: good How's the family How's the baby Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a text. Sometimes you yeah. just sometimes you're just yeah. sending out DMs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, exactly. And and if you're tracking that, and you're like, okay, yep. I want to make sure I reach out to 12 people today, and I want to make sure I have 12 right. real estate related conversations. Yeah. I mean, you can do that in a DM as long as they're replying back, right? Yeah. You can count that. So yep. if you're trying to if you're trying to um, if you're trying to to gauge how many people you talk to today, and yeah. you're sending out messages and no one's replying, yep. I mean, I really wouldn't count that as a contact, right? Right. But, yeah. if but if they're yeah. replying, then you can be like, "Okay, that's cool. I was able to engage in a conversation yeah. with this person." And it doesn't matter if it was a message or if it was a phone call. And I think that yeah. a lot of that uh, gets twisted too. Um, people assume like you just have to pick up the phone and make a phone call.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, and I know I know it's frightening to most agents, most newer agents. I've been around. I don't, I don't think none of them are doing that type of marketing where they're making calls. And and I think, I think that's what that's what's hurting their business. It's the truth. I mean, they're doing open houses and, and that's a contact, right? They're not following up, you know? So it's important to do open houses, but following up is important. Um, I mean, before I was a realtor, I was, I was a, I was a, I was a good friend, good brother, good cousin. So most of the time when I talk to family about real estate, it's not, it's not sales. So me being able to call my sphere, it's never awkward. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, Hey, because I, I, would, I would, I mean, I did that before I was a realtor. Like, hey, how are you doing? I missed you guys. So, and then now I'm in real estate. I'm doing Ford now, right? Mm-hmm. And explain what does Ford mean? Ford, uh, family, right? For the F. O, occupation. R's rec- recreation. And then D is dreams. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not a, uh, you don't technically have to go in order, but it's just, it's just more, they. Ninja Ninja selling, I mean, they said it's it's just more comforting to go in order. You know, it says, Hey, how are you guys doing? I miss you guys, how's the family? Right? Boom, move on. Hey, how's your job? You know, are they paying you good? You know, you just I mean, you gotta you don't wanna take notes, but you wanna do
0: mental notes, you know. You and don't you wanna, wanna you don't wanna say, So, what are your dreams? Yeah. Right? You just Basically, yeah. basically what you're trying to get out of them is what are your plans? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are you planning yeah. to do in the future? Yeah. And really, that helps you in the long run, too, because what if they're like, well, you know, I really, you know, I applied to this job. I think I might get it. That mm-hmm. job is, you know, some city that's an hour or two yep. hours away, right? Yeah. You're taking notes because you're going, okay, well, this person might end up in my warm list, right? You have yeah. your cold list, people that ain't going to be yeah. moving, and you have your hot list of people that you're working with, and yeah. then you have your warm list, which are the people that are going to be moving, but they don't even know it yet. Yeah. And you know it because you're paying attention, right? Exactly. This person just applied for a job that's yeah. 45 minutes away from his house or an hour away from his right. house. There's a good shot that person's going to be making a move soon. So you want to make sure yeah. that you take those notes yeah. you know, or the recreation. Oh, yeah, my kids are... You know, for instance, my next-door neighbor, he moved to our school district because his kid right now who plays D1 football, he wanted to make sure that he went to a specific high school, right? Mm -hmm. So if you hear in casual conversation him talking about trying to get into a specific high school that there's only one way to get into it, and that's to live in the district, that person's on your warm list now. I know that guy, too. (laughs) You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, You want to make sure that that person's able to move um, into the district that they're trying to get into. And so at the time that he says that to you, he might not really be considering it, right? He might think... You know what? I'm going to do an intradistrict transfer. I'm going to do an open enrollment for my yep. kid to get into this other school. But yeah. what you know, because you know the market, you know that they're not taking open enrollment to that school because it's that you know it's that highly sought yeah. after. And you know that there's no intradistrict transfers right. because you're the professional in the area. You understand the how real estate works in your area. Yeah, and so yeah. you might be thinking, okay, well this house just came up and this is going to meet his need. Yo. Why don't I just send it to him and see what he thinks? You know, why don't I Yo. put him on my, on my email list? Why don't I start, you know, marketing to this person either passively yeah. or actively. Right.
1: right. I mean, being a realtor or a real estate agent is about being a community, community member. Yep. You know, like staying in the community and you don't have to be a community leader. You know, you just have to be within the community. Everyone knows you, you know, at least, I mean, mo- you, you know more than, the regular person, you know, um, stuff like that is important, especially for clients you want to go above and beyond. You know, you got to treat your clients as friends and families. You want to make sure, you just want to make sure you know enough to where there, there aren't too many hiccups.
0: I'm like the coach prime of the real estate game. Yeah, you're bringing baggage. That, that was, man next to you, is Louie. He needs it right now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, you do remind me of of Coach Brown I'm not gonna lie Hey
0: man I tell you what man Coach Brown's a little older Than me though man Yeah he's 56 <laughs> or <you're> 55 <laughs> Come on man No like You just inspire So many of the
1: Of the younger people Like Like uh, I, Like we'll be doing Young agents man, They'll be like You're part of You're part of Corey's team I'm like Man how do you guys Know that guy They're like Oh he trained He does all the New agent videos You know And I'm like Yeah He's pretty cool, and they're always like, "Oh yeah, Corey's Corey's actually funny in person." Amen. Makes- I can only name five agents in the company that 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 reaches out to the younger, not just you, the younger agents, but the newer agents as well. They need they need someone who can believe in them, and you do. It.
0: You do reach. Hey man, I've been uh, I've been young, dude. I've been young, and I've been hungry and trying to figure out. I used yeah. to reach out to I used to reach out to experienced agents when I was younger and yeah. ask just to ask questions and pick brains. And most of the time, yeah. they'd ignore me, man. I sent out that email. I well, get nothing it's... back. It happened all the time. But as an agent, though, you—I mean, it's—it's a—you know—now that I understand, like you get busy, yeah. Um, you know, but it, for me, just like you said earlier, I always like to help people because, right? That's—that's that's what I enjoy about the job to begin with. Me. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be training. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have a a, a channel on YouTube called Real Estate Agent Development if I didn't want to help people for free, right? Exactly. I wouldn't be even running this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just uh, that's just how I am as part yeah. of what drives me. So yeah,
1: yeah, it's. uh I mean, our office is great. We have, we have people who just want to see you succeed. I mean, that's, that's real estate in general. I always tell the, the, the newer agents, like you're scared of rejection, but most of the time they're going to say, yeah. I, that's, what I, that's what I think. I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of no's, you know, but I just always think if I ask you for Open House or, or Chris Mongi or Bernie, right, most of the time you're going to say, yeah, you just, mm-hmm. want to, you just want to see me succeed. That's the same as clients, friends and family. They just or even random people, they just want to see you succeed.
0: I mean, um, in real in real estate too, it's like there's there's net benefits too to having. I mean, if you have if you're an experienced agent and you have a newer agent that wants to hold an open house for you, it's like at the end of the day, they're helping you market the property for sale. So yeah. it's a win-win. It's like yeah. that agent's willing to sit there for free. Yeah. And they're willing to Potentially capture some leads that you wouldn't have been able to capture because yeah. you don't have time to sit there. Yeah, and at the same yeah. time, you don't know if one of those clients are going to end up buying the house. So yeah. it's really it's a win win for everyone. It's a win win for the client, yeah. both agents. Yeah, um, and so that's the net benefit of working for a large company yeah. that has enough listings to allow some of the newer agents to have yeah. an opportunity to hold an open house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another net benefit of having a, a large company is if you have a company that has several offices, right? You know that I've heard agents say, well, you know, offices are really not needed. You know, we can always meet at a coffee shop, right? But like as yeah, I'm yeah. sitting here doing this doing this podcast, yeah. I have a client that's 45 minutes away that's dropping off some paperwork at yeah. an office that's 45 minutes away. right? And that right. office right now is scanning yeah. it to my email while I'm doing this podcast yeah. because we have the ability to do that.
1: Yeah, like brick and mortar.
0: Yeah, the brick yeah. and mortar uh, yeah. business plan. That's
1: important. You know, I, I always tell... I mean, we're always getting you know, we're going to get recruited all the time. I always tell them I, I need to be somewhere. I need to be somewhere where I can provide value to my to my clients and coffee shops are cool, but like are you going to see your doctor at a coffee shop? <laughs> <laughs> like are you like if you're a chiropractor, it made me at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Everybody's watching, you know. Having that privacy and yeah. and and, and and a professional space is important, yeah. Because we are professionals, whether 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 um, young or old, we're professionals. We need to, we need to do it in a professional
0: space. Yeah, I would have to agree with you absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. and it's just like some of the other stuff that we teach too, right? We teach doing our yearly real estate reviews, right? You're gonna see your lawyer occasionally, yeah. depending yeah. on who you are. You're gonna see yeah. your accountant once a year. Yeah. You're gonna see the doctor. Yeah, you see the dentist every Check six ups. months, and so. You know, if you're a consumer, you also want to know, okay, i seen my financial advisor, but how is this huge investment that I bought this house doing, right? And so your agent is there to help you out every single year. And in our case, we have nice brick and mortar offices that can be met in. We can say, okay, well, this is your equity position now. This is is how good your investment from last year is doing this year, right? And so that's why we like to reach out to our clients at least once a year with that real estate uh, review and let them know how they're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's... I mean that's a strategy I'm I'm going to start doing just be, just because why not? I mean, I'm going to just start printing real estate reviews of of my neighbors and just being like,
0: yeah. So like, hey, I would
1: absolutely do that. yeah mostly Thor, um I'm a community member here too, you know. Um nice house, nice I mean clean house. Clean house. Um here if you ever want to know the value of your home, especially if people have been in their homes longer than f- 4 or 5 years, mm-hmm. they're more likely to sell compared to someone that's why you gotta do your own research as well.
0: But I mean, I, I always recommend to new agents that they do real estate reviews for yeah. people other than past clients. Yeah. You don't know, do real estate review for yeah. your aunt who's lived in her house yeah. for 10 years. Just, exactly. She doesn't remember who her agent is, man. Just be be her go to guy when it comes to real estate. Yeah. Be be the go to guy for everybody when it comes to, hey, I'm thinking about, you know. Uh, uh, putting an addition on my house. Like, yeah. you know, I'm thinking about doing my flooring. I'm thinking, you know, I need a painter. Like, you mm-hmm. need to have all this stuff in your back pocket yeah. so that you can just be the go-to guy. Well, I know I know, I need to paint my house. I don't know any painters. I wonder if Wesley does. They hit yeah. you up and you have a nice little referral uh, network and you can go ahead and refer some painters. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah. re- an inspector, refer an inspector. You yeah. always want to have these different these different contractors oh. in, your, in your back pocket to refer out to your client or yeah. to your uh, sphere.
1: Yeah, and... You know, you know, piggybacking off of that, following up, it only takes like five minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, which most people, most agents don't do. You know, I think it's a good thing because I know I'll do it, but I (laughs) I know, I know my. You're looking at what
0: you're looking at. You're looking at yourself beating out the competition.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean by we are the standard. You know, it's, I know, like I can, if you count the 10 people who are homeowners I can be, I can bet you most of them their agents don't even
0: follow up with them
1: or call yeah, them Yeah, most people
0: again. most people will hire the the first agent they talk to. It's like over 70% of people will hire yeah. the first agent they yeah. talk to and there's a high percentage of people when you ask them who they use previously they don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah, they're like yeah. pulling out the
1: phone like ah. Oh. Like, yeah, they don't I, I remember the company
0: a, and they don't remember the person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just had a I just took a couple a couple of my friends out for lunch. I mean, they didn't use me. I wasn't in the business though two years ago, but yeah, they were like, "Oh, I don't remember her name," and I'm like,
0: and "It was just two years ago, and they don't, yeah. already don't remember their yeah. agent's name." I'm like, oh. "So
1: she never followed up? No, she sent us one text message, and that was it." And I was like, "Well, that's a good thing for me. Yeah. I follow up." Yeah, and that's,
0: that's insanity, man. Yeah, that's insanity. I talk yep. to all my clients all the time. Yeah,
1: no, that's the business of communication. You know, you don't want to point out. I mean, especially when I'm doing interviews with with previous homeowners, I don't I don't go. What did you, what did you do? What did the other agents do that you didn't like? I don't I don't I, I've never asked that question. I just go, "Hey, what um what was it that was missing in the last um trans I don't want I hate tra- saying transaction as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Homeowners hate that word. You know, the or the last home buying journey that you didn't like. Oh, communication. Yeah, that's it's always communication. It's the, it's always communication. You know, that's the
0: number one thing yeah. that the National Association of Realtors says that yeah. people don't yeah, like. Wow. It, they don't like the lack of communication between them yep. and their agent. I would say if you ever call an expired, yep. um, you know, you'd say, you could say like, well, why do you think the home didn't sell? And then yeah. they're going to say, well, my agent didn't do this. My agent didn't do that. And you have yeah. a piece of paper and you're just writing it all down. Right, and just right. Take it as a note to yourself. Well, this yeah. is what I know I'm not going to do. This is all I got to do <laughs> and I'll get
1: hired. <laughs> right. It's, it's, yeah. it's just, you know. Like I said, it's just trying to provide value and see how I can help this family or this person. And it's easy to point it out. You know, most people are gonna, most people are gonna tell you right away. Like, hey, I, I feel like they didn't market the right way. Well, my market works. They probably didn't even market at all. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna use, you know, the CMRG marketing. Right? We push videos. We do ads. Open houses are. I mean, if you're not
0: doing it, me and Paul are doing it, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, you know that. I mean, what are the three reasons why a house doesn't sell? Wesley Pop quiz. Price, right? That's one. Um, market. Yep, yeah, there's two. Right? Price, marketing. And, um, Condition. Condition price, of the home. Marketing and condition, condition right? And home. we all know that yeah. price and condition are basically the same thing, right? Because exactly. Because either it's priced inappropriately or yeah. the condition is so poor that it's priced inappropriately, right? Yeah, yeah. And so so we always tell people when we call them on expired, it's like, okay, three reasons why your house didn't sell, price, marketing, or condition. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do a great job of, I'm going to do a great job on the marketing. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? And I'm sure that you, I'm sure your house is beautiful. It looks beautiful online. So mm-hmm. I know you're doing a great job with the condition. So what do you think about the price? You think the Price could be part of the issue, yep. and that's going to help you. Obviously, if you get an expired listing, yeah. most of the time it's the price. It's going to yep. help you kind of warm up that conversation. So when you get there, you yep. can potentially relist it at a little bit uh, more aggressive price. So yeah. potentially get it sold for that client.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because most people, when most people when they're working with with a professional and the prof, the professional messes up, they don't want to give second chances. They want to even even if they have to lower their standard, they're just going to go with a different person. And do the price reduction when mm-hmm. you could just do it with the same exact person, right? Which sometimes it's just the price reduction. Sometimes it's just the price yeah. reduction. But, you yeah. know, you
0: don't want, you know, if you go into something and you say, your house will sell for 600000 And even if the client exactly. thinks, it's uh, yeah. only worth five fifty, dollars my neighbors will sold for five fifty. Wesley says six hundred. Now if you come back to them after, you know, a few months and yeah. things aren't moving, you got low activity, and you say, well, I think we should drop it, they're going to be like, well, you said six hundred, So yeah. I'm holding you to that standard. Yeah, And maybe they'll hire a different agent at 550, but you, yeah. they want to make sure that they hold you to your standard. You said exactly. you could sell it for 600. So yeah. you yeah. said you could sell it for 600. So I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What I, what I always do is, I mean, my last listing was, I mean, it, it was a little tougher. I I told them, I always go, what's your goal? You know, do you want to, do you want to sell fast? Do you want to hold it a little longer? Maybe make a little more money. Um, are you going to let me market the house the way I want it? I want to market it. You know, are you going to let me do the open houses? And some, sometimes it, there has to be like a 50 50 relationship, right, with the client and the realtor. Like, I'm going to try my best. I need you to, you got to give me your best as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you want to, if we want to list at this price, it'll be tough, but you got to let me, you got to let me do my marketing to 100%. If it's at 60%, I don't feel confident in myself. It's going to be a little, it's gonna it's gonna be a little hard, right? I always tell my clients like we got to work with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll give you a hundred percent if you can at least meet me halfway. Yeah, know? yeah, and I, that's part of my listing presentation too, just to tell them that right. this is basically a joint venture, right? Yeah. Because exactly, if you have a, if you have a listing and the client is rejecting showing requests, right, or yeah. they're not oh cleaning up, God. or they're not ready yeah. for photos, you know, there's yeah. there's it's definitely a joint effort between yeah. the agent and the client to make sure the house gets sold. Yeah,
1: that's tough. I I always tell them like. Like we got we got You got to work with the uh, the market. You know, depending on when you sell it, because the market's a little slower now. You gotta
0: you gotta be okay with showings happening all the time, or you gotta be okay with uh, not declining any showing requests for the first yeah. fourteen to thirty days. You know, hopefully the yeah. home will sell you yeah, know, before exactly before thirty days. But yeah, I just told my I just told my recent listing who actually just came on the market today. As we sit here right now today, it has 13 showing requests. She's yep. a little bit older lady. And I said, that was badass. I said, Do not, do not reject any showing requests yeah. for the next few weeks because you're always going to get the most activity in those first 14 yeah. days. Oh, yeah. And she's sure. like, Okay, Corey, I won't reject any. Yeah. And uh, now again, we're on day one. We have 13 showing requests. And she just called me. She's like, I guess I'm not going to be going home today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's oh. going to her friend's house to hang out for the day. Yeah, I mean, but that's the way it is. That's how it is. And you got to set. You got to make sure that they understand that going in that this is what could happen, and yeah. you want to make sure that they don't reject any of those because in the previous markets, right? You start rejecting showing requests, they may not come back. That buyer may not come back. Yeah, ever. And we're seeing that shift now.
1: You know, that's. I mean, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. You know, if, if my seller declines a showing request, I'm like, hey, can you come an hour later? Like, no, we're not going to come an hour later. I'm like, oh. My <laughs> we gotta
0: work with each other you know yeah. it's, it's, well a lot of times like if you have five showings set up and all of a sudden your house comes on the market and be like yeah oh you know you have three or four already set up and they're like okay well this one's in the neighborhood this is the yeah. fifth showing yeah. and you set it up and you're gonna be driving out there as an agent to show five yeah. homes and one of them right. just declines your showing request it's like you know there's a High percentage chance that the buyer is going to like one of the other four they're looking at, right? Yep. So they're not going to come back, right? Yep. A and B, it's less convenient. You know, maybe they're looking in multiple cities, and it's less convenient now for them to go back and look at that last yeah. one because yeah. now you know they're going to look at more homes this weekend, mm-hmm. but it's going to be in a different area. Yeah. And so the buyers are like, you know what? We won't go back to that previous area yeah. and look at it. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go ahead and look at this other area. That's what so, I always get. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it definitely sets you back if your clients are yeah. rejecting showing requests in yeah. the beginning,
1: especially when it's not showing ready as well. That's that's a tough one. When it's not showing ready and it's a last minute showing and I'm like, You you're only gonna sell your house like every couple of years, you know, once mm-hmm. every couple of years. Like you gotta be you gotta be comfortable with with doing this. You know, if, if everything goes perfectly, the process takes about
0: what, thirty to forty days, right? Thirty to forty, forty five days maybe. From the time you get an offer, I mean you're looking at thirty to forty five days for yeah. them to profit or to process a, yeah. a loan. Yeah. So Last words for new agents, yeah. you know, cause again, you're a new agent you're a young guy right, and you're, you've been successful. So yeah. last words for new agents, I'm thinking about getting in the business or I'm getting in the business. What kind of stuff could you recommend for them?
1: Man, I mean, just, just things that were, that were recommended to me. You know, you want to, you want to find a mentor, find someone who you can help first. Worry, don't worry about what they can provide for you. Find someone who can help you and push you, push you to where you want to be but you want to make sure you can help them first like you know do showings for them stuff like that and it's it's important you want it's important that you that you know that the first year is going to suck second year is going to suck a little less third's going to third's going to be great right i'm not i'm not in my third i'm barely in my second right my third's going to be i i know my third's going to be a lot better but if i knew if i knew last year how my business would look this year, I, w- I wouldn't be discouraged at all. You know, first year of being an agent is
0: really discouraging. Right? Mm-hmm. It can it's be. Tough. It can be, especially when you're young because people obviously are yeah. going to think, well, what does well, this guy know about buying a house? He doesn't even own a house himself, right? Yeah. People have that thought. Yeah. It's tough. Um, you know, there's times yeah. where you sell, I mean, even me, I've been doing this for almost 17 years and I've yeah. run across people that have seen more markets than me, right? If you're a little bit oh, older yeah. and you've bought and sold a lot. Sure. I have some clients that have bought and sold a lot and usually they're buying new construction and yeah. I've sold them now. Uh I think I've sold them two houses so far. And but I mean these guys have bought and sold a lot in the past. Yeah. And so they know a lot about the market, man. They've yeah. done it a lot of different times, right? Yep. And mean when it comes to agents too, if you're a new agent who hasn't seen several different markets, up yep. markets, down markets, yep. neutral markets, buyers right. markets, sellers markets, right? Yeah. Then it's good to cleave to somebody who's seen all these different markets because then you won't hit the panic button. You know, because yep. you know, you see new agents right now panicking when the house doesn't sell in a week or two. Yeah. When in all actuality, it used to be if it sold in 30 days, we were celebrating. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. it's yep. like, you know, it's yeah, it's just seeing the different markets and, and understanding what yep. to, you know, what to yep. expect. Yep. Yeah, like you said, confidence. Yep.
1: you know believing believing your mentor whatever they're saying you know um doing doing the the non-negotiables so that you build that confidence um knowing that if you i mean you like i said you're going to hear no you got and then you got to believe that okay if this person says no i'm just going to help the next family right which is which is the the real goal as a real estate agent and a realtor providing
0: value and mm-hmm. helping the next family i know one of my previous real estate coaches I've said the story a lot, but she used to sing row, 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 your boat. But yeah. she would say no, 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 yes. And she was yeah. trying to get me to understand that. Yeah. You're gonna hear a lot of no's. Yeah. Right. But when you hear that yes, it's gonna be worth all the no's, it's gonna be worth double the no's that you heard in order yeah. to get that yes. It's
1: exactly like how you, the analogy you told me, where it's a candy machine. Yeah, right? Bubblegum yep. machine. Yeah. They're all they're all red and then and there's gonna be one blue, right? Yep. And I'm just gonna keep hitting it
0: until somebody says yes. Yeah, you're gonna but, keep you're gonna keep hitting it until you get that blue gumball. And that, yeah. every time you get the blue gumball, you get ten thousand dollars. Yeah, But yeah. But you can't see the blue gumballs. because whole nice. thing's Full of red gumballs, and the red yeah. gumballs represent uh, rejection, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, now that now that I've heard so many rejections, like it's like some season agents are like, oh, I don't want to hear rejections. I'm like, dude, like I'm in, I'm going into my second year. Like I'm almost fine with it now. You know, I've heard it from from family, which. Can suck um, from friends as well, but you gotta be you gotta be okay with it because, like you said, each blue gumball is like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So, yeah.
0: so what what separates Wesley Thor from the average real estate agent? I
1: I think it's got to be oh man, it's it's tough. I, there's so many agents. There are so many agents, but I think what makes me different is you know my my background. The people I surround myself with, and I, and and I don't want to sound cocky, but I just feel like the universe just perfectly like aligned me to uh, to be in like great positions, you know. But I I think to to put to be in a position like that, you got to be willing to help other people first, mm-hmm. and then it, it just perfectly aligns. It's weird. It's so weird. Like like I know I know your daughter, right? And 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 you're you're like my what do you mean. Kidding. like she's a good friend and she used to always talk about you i'm like oh man i'll probably never see that guy and then i actually meet you you're like my mentor not just in real estate but in life you know you're like an uncle or older brother
0: yeah back me down to an older you brother. know yeah
1: <laughs> you know it's just crazy how the universe works it's just perfectly like sets you to where to where you need to be as long as you're providing value and helping people and i feel like I don't want to say I'm I'm different from everyone else because everyone, everyone is different, you know, but what makes me different is just, you know, my background. And, and before I was a realtor, I was always helping people. That's, that's real. that's probably it. And anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can do it, you know, you always tell me if you can do it. If, so, if
0: it's ever been done, yeah. if it's ever been done, that means you yeah, can do it. It means exactly. somebody can do it, right? Yeah.
1: And you always tell me by your background, I'm like, oh my God, like, if if my mentor can do it, I can do it in my eyes closed. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. All right, <laughs> I man. hey man, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today, man. Again, I'm sure we'll see you again. Yep. Um, obviously, uh, obviously, we work together. So yeah, I can Thanks see for you coming on here. here a few times here, helping yep. out, helping out some younger, helping out some newer agents. Yeah, of course. So I appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Corey. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Agent Development Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on the podcast app of your choosing. And if you'd like to see more real estate related content and tutorials, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's Real Estate Agent Development on YouTube.